Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Saturday, January the 14th, 2023. It is currently 2.46 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. It's Saturday, everyone. It's Saturday. So you know what that means. We're, we're technically less than 24 hours away from starting off our seven-week journey into the topic of discernment. I know, I know. We've already kind of started our journey into the topic of discernment, really diving in. We've kind of done an introduction. We've done somewhat of a pre-study study of discernment. That was fun, which was basically kind of a mini sermon review. And then I taught yesterday everyone how to do the word study, Bible study method. Hopefully people have already started looking at that. And maybe you've even already started, which would be great. But tomorrow is the official kickoff of our study of discernment. And I hope that you are ready. I hope you're going to find it to be beneficial. Um, it will take its own twist and turns. That's one of the things I love about how we do things here for the Bible study exercise is that we we kind of allow the study to kind of breathe and to live and to develop and to kind of just... We kind of follow where the study leads us and your interaction, you doing homework, you asking questions, me trying to figure it all out. And then who knows where we're going to end up. But I think that's the fun part, at least to me, that we let it take us. It takes us where it wants us to go. And hopefully it will prove to be beneficial. So whenever we start these studies... I know this is not the way it's supposed to be done. I know, because technically I'm supposed to have it all mapped out, right? Here, Here's my main goal of what I want to achieve. Here's how we're going to start. Here's how we're going to finish. But I kind of approach it, here's what we're studying. Let's see where we end up. But that's, that's kind of the, the, that's kind of my approach. Um, I, I know it may be a little, I mean, come on, it's not the traditional way to do it. I know it's not the normal way to do things, but I I think uh I, I think there's uh, something unique about it. I, I think it it makes it it turns the Bible study exercise into something far different than you would hear anywhere else. And so I I'm kind of glad we do it that way. I know there are negative aspects to it. But uh, I just like, I mean, we dig into the study and whatever happens, happens, and we just kind of follow wherever it may lead us. So I hope you are ready. I hope you've already got started. But I wanted to turn on the microphone just to offer you a resource to help you get started, to really kind of help you out a lot. Now, if you remember yesterday, and I've already mentioned it, I taught you how to do the word study. Right, the word study method, the word study method of Bible study, the word study method of Bible study. Hopefully, you've listened to that. Now, if you listen to the word study method of Bible study and you're confused, it doesn't make any sense to you, please just email me newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Tell me where you're stuck. 
Tell me what confuses you. Tell me where you're having a problem and I will turn on the microphone. We will go live and we will try to work through it together. I'll do whatever is necessary to help you. But I, but I think if you, I, I think it's beneficial to everyone if we can try to get all of the questions and struggles and confusion out of the way as far as the word study method is concerned because you really technically need to be ready to start the word study method probably tomorrow. I mean, either this afternoon, this evening, or tomorrow, you really need to already be jumping in into the word study method on discernment and getting started. So if you have a problem, the sooner you can let me know, the sooner I can turn on the microphone and we can work through it. And look, I I have no problem dedicating two hours, four hours, 10 hours of broadcasting time to help you get prepared and, and, and to help you get started in this method of Bible study. I have no problem, you know, going to church tomorrow saying, hey, we got an email. Someone's having a problem with the word study method. We're going to spend an hour together as a congregation doing this live so that they can hear how this unfolds and how this is supposed to work. So whatever you need, you let me know. The Bible study exercise is here for you. I benefit from it, but it's designed for you. So please let us know what you need. But if you remember, step one of the word study Bible study method is choose the word. I've already done that for you. Discernment. Number two, English definitions. English definitions. Then remember, that was step number two, English definitions. Three English dictionaries. Looking up the word discernment and writing down what they say and make sure you're citing a source. Then remember number three was lists five synonyms And then their definitions, you didn't need to look them up in three different dictionaries, but the definitions to the synonyms. Then the list five antonyms, that was step number four, and write down their definitions, all right? Then if you jump to number seven is where you start doing the Greek or Hebrew part of the study, and guess what? You're going to be writing down definitions. So a lot of the study requires you looking things up and finding definitions. So one of our listeners, and remember what I tend to do, if you're a participant in the Bible study exercises, if you're actually participating, you're sending me your homework, you're doing the assignments, you're looking at the curriculum, you're participating. I don't like to refer to those individuals as listeners. I like to refer to those individuals as students, right? Those who are not participating, they're the listeners. Those who are participating, those are the students. Well, one of the students, I've got it right here, created a PDF file. They created a PDF file. And let's see here. How many pages? Three. It looks like four pages. Four pages. And guess what this four pages uh, contain? Definitions dealing with discernment. So in a roundabout way, this PDF file is here to help you. It's almost like a, a cheat sheet. Now, you need to do your own work. You need to do your own work. But then you can open up the PDF file as kind of a cheat sheet to check what you have done to see if, if, if you've used the same sources. Maybe you found different sources. You came to a different understanding, whatever. But I want to make it available to you. So on the Church One app and on the Sermons 2.0 app, The minute this live broadcast is uploaded to the Church One app or the Sermons 2.0 app, I will attach 
this PDF file to this broadcast. All you have to do, again, using your mobile device, whatever device, find this broadcast on the Church One app or the Sermons 2.0 app, and you'll see right underneath it, it'll say uh, attached PDF or PDF attached. Tap on the tap on the PDF file. It will open up on your device, and you will see all of the definitions. For example, it starts off discern slash discernment. Student Bible di- and number one student Bible dictionary page seventy seven. Then it gives the definitions. I'm not going to give it away. Then number two was the Unger's Concise Bible Dictionary. There was no entry. Number three, the New Combined Bible Dictionary and Concordance. Then Vine's Concise Dictionary, then Nelson's Illustrated Bible Dictionary, then the Bible Dictionary app, the blue, and then it goes to the Blue Letter Bible app where you start getting into your Hebrew and Greek definitions. So they went all in to uh, to to really produce something that could be beneficial to everyone. So I want to make it available to you. We are thankful for the listener who who created the PDF file, and hopefully this will be helpful and beneficial to everyone. But I would challenge you, as you start working through the word study method of Bible study, that you do your own looking up, your own research, but if you're lost or confused, open up the PDF file, or after you've done all of your work, even if you're not confused, open up the PDF file just to see, okay, yeah, that someone else has the same thing, just to to kind of verify, just to give you that assurance that you're on the right path. And I think that that will be greatly beneficial. All right. So I wanted to turn on the microphone to let you know that. Now, here's something we need. I I may do a a separate broadcast for this, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and mention this now. All right. This is very important. And if you want to get started on this, this would be great. I want you to start thinking of biblical passages that deal with discernment. They either illustrate it, they show it in action, they show a lack of discernment, whatever the case may be. It's a biblical passage that clearly is connected to the subject of discernment. However, it doesn't use the word. The word discernment, maybe not even a synonym, uh, shows up. Maybe not even an antonym. Nothing related to discernment even shows up, but it's there. It's there. I mean, discernment is really there. The subject is there, but it doesn't use the term. There's nothing there. In other words, if you're looking up discernment, you're looking up the synonyms, and then you're trying to find biblical references to those synonyms or to the actual keyword discern or discernment, you would never find these passages of scripture. So we need to compile a list of scriptures. Now, there, I'm not saying it has to be an exhaustive list, but I think we need to try to find five or six passages of scripture saying, hey, when you're studying discernment, we can't ignore these passages of scripture because we could overlook them. And there, this is the reason I'm bringing this up, is if you're looking at the curriculum, you know where we start tomorrow, right? If you look at the curriculum, in fact, I'm going to pull up the curriculum right here, right now. If we uh, look at the curriculum, tomorrow is Unit 2, Session 1. Does it agree with the Bible? If I open up the curriculum, guess what I'm going to find? I'm waiting for it. First, I'm going to see Introduction. Remember the photograph of the, of the rotary phone. 
Then I'm going to hear uh, that crazy three paragraphs on how to discern the voice of God, which we have major problems with, which we talked about in our introduction. Then I'm going to have this. The passage of scripture is Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Genesis 3, 1 through 6. Now, I got a Bible right here. Just let me read this to you. Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman saw that the ser- said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, God hath said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, that your eyes shall be open, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, did eat, gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Now, please note what words are not used there. Discern or discernment. Is there even a synonym to discern or discernment in Genesis 3, 1 through 6? However, it's applicable, I think. I think, I think, I mean, the study for the curriculum, that's where they want us to start the six weeks is in Genesis 3. So we need to be thinking of the passages of scripture that mention that are about discernment, are about discern to discern or discernment, but yet the word is not used, not even a synonym. And I want you to think about three to five passages of scripture that you think, look, we cannot miss these. We have this in the six to seven weeks, we have to study these passages of scripture. I want that to be a priority And I want you to send those to me, newsif at yahoo.com. First, I want you to open, I mean, whenever you can, open up the PDF file. Again, Sermons 2.0 app or the Church One app. Download those apps. Look for Theology Central. If it's the Church One app, look for us. Choose us as your chosen broadcaster. It basically becomes our app. Then look for the this this message, discernment PDF, or, or a discernment definitions PDF. And then you can find it. If you have any trouble finding it, just let me know. I'll help you out. Uh, but we definitely want you to have access to the P- PDF as you're working on your definitions. But as you're working on your definitions, I want you to just stop and think of passages of Scripture that you're like, clearly, that's related to discernment. Clearly, even though the word is not used. Try to find three to five passages that way. Three to five. I think Genesis 3 is the very first one. I mean, come on, Genesis 3 has to be, if you're going to talk about discernment, don't you have to go to Genesis chapter 3? I I think so. The curriculum thinks so. But if we were just looking at a, a, a concordance alone, we would never end up there. So what other passages could we be missing? So please, please, engage in this exercise, okay? I mean, look, all you have to do is think of the passages, right? All you have to do is think of the passages and then send them, tell me, send them to me, newsif at yahoo.com, or of course, you can post them in the Discord channel. 
All right. Discernment definitions PDF. The file will be, you'll be able to access that PDF file on the Sermons 2.0 app. You have to look up Theology Central. You have to find the message discernment definitions PDF or on the, on the Church One app, download the Church One app, look for Theology Central, and then again, find the message discernment definitions PDF. And then you'll see that underneath it, it's attached. And well, hopefully it proves to be beneficial. I hope it will. I think it will. I think it's a good place to start. We need to understand what discernment is. We need to understand what discernment isn't. And we need to understand the significance, importance of it. And I think we obviously need to understand how we can obtain it and the devastating effects of not having it. I hope you're ready. I hope the next seven weeks, six to seven weeks proves to be. And you may ask, why do you keep saying six or seven? It just really depends on where we're going, how the study is going, and, you know, how quickly we want to go ahead and begin the next study. I'm always willing to try to give us an extra week, even if it puts us a week behind any some kind of, you know, just arbitrary schedule, even if it puts us behind, it's okay because I want us to get the most out of the study. I don't know how people will feel about this study. Um, I'm worried that uh, I think there will be maybe some initial excitement and somewhere in the middle, people are going to be like, well, discernment is not as much fun as I thought it was going to be. But um, I don't know. I, you could ask yourself, standing here and again, we're kind of right here at the doorway, getting ready to walk into this world of trying to understand discernment. Do you think the lack of discernment is a major issue facing the church? How has the lack of discernment in your own life been devastating? And I think this is very important. What are the dangers of becoming very preoccupied with discernment. In other words, because there's some ministries out there who refer to themselves as discernment ministries. So they're in a sense, that's their focus. Their focus is discernment, 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 discernment. Almost a preoccupation with discernment. I've seen a lot of negatives flow from that. If all you think about is discernment, 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 I think it has some negatives. So just a lot of different directions we could go in the next six to seven weeks. All right, I feel like I need to do some teaching, but really the goal here was just to say, hey, get the PDF file. So I will be uploading this to the Sermons 2.0 and the Church One app literally within 10 minutes after I'm done broadcasting. Find this program, this episode, Discernment Definitions, and you can access the PDF. But I would wait until you've started doing the word study method and you start working on your own definitions. Remember, of the keyword. For the keyword, three dictionaries, cite your source. For the synonyms, one dictionary. And for the antonyms, one dictionary. All that. And then when you get to the Greek and Hebrew portion, Greek and Hebrew definitions. And then when it's all said and done, hopefully you have a pretty good idea of exactly what discernment is and what it isn't. Or you may look at it and go, wow. I don't really know if I can pinpoint down exactly what it is, which would be really devastating, but it would still protect you from when people claim that it's something very specific. Now, if you go back to our kind of our sermon review, 
I think we all agreed that the definition that was being offered up about discernment in that sermon that we listened to, <laughs> that clearly isn't a biblical understanding of discernment because I thought that was an absolute travesty and train wreck. But we, we can talk about that again later. All right. Also, on the Sermons 2.0 app, if you, if you do a search for hashtag discernment, you will find a lot of sermons on discernment. Some of them I'm perplexed why they're under that hashtag, because when you look at it, you're like, I don't know if that's even really about discernment. But there are plenty there to supplement what we're already doing for our own study. So I'd love to point you to all the different kinds of resources. And we may review some of rent, some some during the course of this study. All right. Thanks for listening. Email me, newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Go ahead, uh, Genesis 3. Just become good friends with it this week. This that's the that's the main text for this week. I know you're gonna be doing your word study, but please, this happened with the fear study as well. I think everyone was so busy with the topical method that they weren't really kind of focusing in on the each week's text for that week, whether it was Psalm 33, Romans 8. Uh, what is it? I think Matthew 14, all the different ones. Uh, see, 1 John 3 and 4, um, all the different ones. Uh, what? Uh, Luke 1 and 2, Matthew 1 and 2, Matthew 1 and 2, Luke 1 and 2. I think a lot of those passages of scripture, people didn't spend a lot of time with those because, of course, they were working so hard on the to- on the uh, thematic method, not the topical. The th- well, many did it like the topical method, but the thematic method. So I hope as you're working on the word study, You don't forget these passages of scripture because I think that that's very instrumental in getting a a good understanding of this topic. All right, so Genesis 3, that's your focus for this coming week for your Bible study while you're doing the word study. And and just remember, I, I want you to compile that list of three to five passages of scripture that you think these are relevant to the concept of discernment but the word is not used anywhere. Genesis 3, I think, is a good example of that. All right, thanks for listening. We'll be doing more live broadcasting throughout the day and evening. God bless.